Om. Hello and welcome to It's All Right Here, the podcast series where I share short and sweet tips, strategies, and practices to help you live your very best life. If you stick around long enough, you will build a toolbox full of all things good for you, all here to help you rise into your next best and highest evolution. I'm your host, Britt B. Steele, and I have spent the last 25 years doing my very best to live my most optimal life and to help women do the same. So without further ado, let's get started. We're back. (laughs) Thank you for being here. If I haven't said that already, I'm really grateful that you are taking the time out of your day to be with me in just this way. And in today's episode, I want to talk about how crazy out of control it feels in the world and how I don't want to be a naysayer, but I don't really get a strong feeling that a lot of things are going to be changing anytime in the very near future. So that being said, I want to focus our attention on how you fill your toolbox with all the things that you need in order for you to keep control of your internal world. So without further ado, I say let's get right on into it. Okay, so it's super exciting for me to be able to share the tips and tricks and tools and techniques and whatever else that I'm consistently using in my life in the hopes that these things will also support you. And that's what today is all about. Because you and I both know it has been a long couple of years. I mean, wouldn't you agree? First, a pandemic, which alone is a first in this lifetime. And even more recently, the war in Ukraine and the inflation and the impending international upheaval and security and all the feelings of that perhaps we're going back in time instead of progressing forward. Now, I don't want to be negative, but the truth of it is that none of this is even speaking to the challenges that you have been facing personally. Things like a job change or relationship struggles or challenges or diagnoses with your own health or finances or whatever else you personally have been facing. Nope, none of this is good news. (laughs) So I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But things do not exactly appear from where I sit to be looking up. But, 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 just because it doesn't seem that the world is looking up does not mean that you cannot look up. In fact, you really ought to. I might even say it a little bit more strongly. You really must look up. For it's the only hope and possibility for reprieve that we have when it feels like everything out there is spinning us right out of control. Sometimes I feel like my grandma when I say, well, the world is changing so fast. (laughs) But the truth is, 
It is. And it, there's a really good chance that the world that we're going to be living in some years from now could look significantly different than the world we live in today. The world in so many ways is out of control and at the very least is out of your and my control. That's for sure. So what can you do? I mean, it doesn't really do us any good to sit and wallow in fear and anxiety and the world going to hell in a (laughs) handbasket. That doesn't serve us and it doesn't serve our nervous systems. So today I want to talk to you about that. But before I do, I feel it's really important to say that what I'm about to tell you is likely to feel really rudimentary. It's not profound in any particular way, and it certainly isn't outside of the realm of what you already know to be true. But knowing things between our ears is very different than living it or embodying it, if you know what I mean. So what can you do? Now, that's a very good question, and it's a question that begs us to turn our attention within. And as my teacher says, You can't control your mommy or a tsunami, as if to say anything outside of yourself, aka the world, is not where you ought to be turning your attention when you start to feel the spin. Instead, our work in those moments is to turn our attention within, for what's going on inside is within your control. And given that's where you live, It's a darn good place to start, and it's the most promising place to start. So let's get at it, all right? All right, so I'm going to go straight for the jugular. If you know me, you know that I go straight to the truth. And so I'm here to say, if you want change, you are where the change happens, period. Your life, your choices, your moment-to-moment decisions And like I even said earlier, this is not rocket science. It's super, super simple. So I'm going to lay out a few basics for some groundwork, and then I'm going to go broad. And all the while, I'm going to keep this super practical, okay? Start small. That's the first thing. Do not concern yourself with big changes. Instead, notice and tend to the small things. I'm going to share with you a few things that are my go-tos, and I suggest that you might choose one and see if perhaps it inspires you and you might come up with some of your own that really fit your life and your lifestyle. So here's number one. Sit every morning for three minutes. Give yourself three little minutes, first deepening your breath, and then steadily bringing your focus on the physical location of your heart. Breathe into your chest and say thank you for everything to which you have gratitude. Your feet that carry you, the birds that sing, the springtime, your eyes, the roof over your head, laughter, children, the paws of your four-leggeds, friendships, parents, fresh-picked flowers or weeds, if you will, from your walk in the forest. That's it. Just sit for those three little minutes. Then, number two, is make a commitment to eat real food. 
So first, you sit for three minutes. Second, you make a commitment to eat real food. This means if it doesn't look like the way it was made from the earth, don't eat it. Do not eat it. You can find real food everywhere, even at the gas station, like a little bag of almonds or an apple. So expand your vision for what you can eat for breakfast, for lunch, or for dinner, and eat only real food. Make it a habit. And if there's no real food, oh, I'm going to rock your world here. Perhaps you don't eat. Just wait. Like you're not going to die. I promise. I've been on the mountain for days on end and I haven't had food and you're not going to die. In fact, that sense of extremity is probably even going to make you feel better. You almost always will be able to access some little piece of real food And that real food more than likely is going to be packed full with healthy proteins and healthy fats so that you are going to be able to nourish and sustain yourself until you have the time to get to a real meal. So that's what I have to say. Real food in comparison to highly processed and packaged food is going to make a huge difference in your energy, your mood, your perspective, and your overall vitality. So review. Number one, sit for three minutes. Number two, make a commitment to eat real food. Number three, move your body every single day. We forget, or maybe we don't know, that it's actually easier to do something every single day than it is to make a commitment to do something 90% of the time, i.e. five days out of the week, And what I'm here to say is make it so simple, like walking to the mailbox or stretching for two songs or only checking your Instagram when you're on your exercise bike. Whoa, what does that mean? It means you're probably either going to only check your Instagram account once a day, which would be good for all of us, or you're going to be on your exercise bike for more time per day. Both of those things are good for you. Whatever the case, make an all-in commitment to something little and let it be non-negotiable. Non-negotiable means you can't talk yourself out of it. Think of it this way. When was the last time you were debating with yourself as to whether or not you were going to brush your teeth today? Probably not recently. It's the same thing. Make it so small and part of your routine and Okay, so quick review. The first one is sit for three minutes and practice gratitude. The second is eat real food. And the third is move your body every day. The fourth is just five things. Now, this is a practice that I've begun to do, and it's making for myself a short list of the five things that I'm committed to working on today. They can be personal or professional. They can be for my family or for my community or exclusively for myself. They can fit into any category at all, but they are the five things that I commit to keeping my attention turned toward. Clean the fridge, prep food for the week, go for a hike, have the hard conversation, get a massage, call my mom, clean the house, have a client meeting, whatever it is, but just five things. And for me, I find that there are the big three and then a couple of extras. 
meaning there are just three of them that are big ones for me to check off of my list or to work toward completing. And then there are a couple of others that aren't so huge, but are still really important. So I offer that if you organize yourself with these five things, knowing that three of them are the big three and the most important, you will find that you will feel as though you have some agency over your life and you're able to move in the direction of your highest expression. Okay, so that's four. The first one was sit every morning for three minutes. Second, make a commitment to eat real food. Third, move your body every day. And four, just five things. And now number five is practice kindness. One act, one person, just one. Choose someone in your life with whom you want to connect today and do so wholeheartedly. Write a note. Does anyone even do that anymore? Or make a phone call. Make it a point to serve throughout the day, just one person, and put both feet in, both ears, both hands, and your whole heart. If it is someone you are with regularly, see if you might anticipate their needs or desires, or if it's someone far away, call or FaceTime them and tell them that you love them and ask them to share with you the details of what's going on in their lives. Listen and be present to the person that you love. You will find that this sweet act of kindness will open your heart and theirs. So that's it, pretty. There's just five. Let's review them. Number one, sit every morning for just three minutes. Two, make a commitment to eat real food. Three, move your body every day. Four, just five things. And five, practice kindness. And perhaps today you decide to take these five things and make a plan for yourself. And remember, start small, so small that you even wonder if it's going to make a difference. And then don't waver. This is how you get control in an out-of-control world. It isn't out there where you start to reclaim a sense of agency over your life. No, it has to start from the inside out. This is an inside job. Then, from there, you will feel more resourced, more available to your life, and have more energy to tend to the hopes and dreams, tasks and to-do lists that are most certainly in your life. (laughs) So let's take a step back now. This world is uncertain, unpredictable, and from where I sit, it feels a little volatile and quite frankly, out of control. But I'm here to say, take back the wheel. Take it in both of your hands and hold on lightly and let go lightly. Keep your eyes open and keep long, deep breaths coming into your lungs because we simply cannot know what's going to happen out there. But in here, this is your domain. This is in your wheelhouse. And it is where anything good that you ever do begins. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please head on over to brittbsteel.com forward slash 111 and you will find a little get started guide. Also, it would make my heart sing if you would please share this little episode and the other episodes with your friends and your family and anyone who feels a little bit out of control in this crazy world. Thank you again for being here for the It's All Right Here podcast, and I'm your host, Britt B. Steele. Until next time, take good care of yourself, and let's keep shining together.